0: Dreaming a bigger things want to leave my old life behind. Thunder. You're listening to the Create What You Speak podcast. My intention is to change the lives of one million women, one podcast at a time. Now let's get started. Thunder, feel the thunder. My name is Sloan Fremont, and today I'm going to talk to you about clearing out the clutter, part one. The week, welcome to the show, the Create What You Speak podcast, where I take a one-word topic and I talk about how you can incorporate that into, the, into your life to create the life that you want. And if you're new to the show, I want to welcome you. I'm glad you're here. And if you're a regular listener, I am glad you are here as well, and thank you for listening. Okay, so before we get into the topic this week, um, last week I was telling you guys about this dance competition I've entered, and oh my God, we've had our first... This has been our first week of practice, and I've practiced every day except one day, and I am surprised at how much this is wearing me out. Like wearing me out in a good way, but I think my average step count on my Fitbit this week has been like thirteen or fourteen thousand steps per day. And so, I mean, I'm not kidding you. This dancing is a great workout, but uh, I'm a little surprised at how like worn out I am from this. So. This week, um, as I'm recording this, next Tuesday is our first competition. So it's our Latin hip hop competition. So I'll be posting some videos on my Instagram page, Sloan Fremont. So check that out and (laughs) you can see what we're doing. (laughs) And I'm laughing because it's fun. It's like, it's so much fun and it's fun to talk about too. So, all right. So this week I wanted to talk to you about clearing out the clutter in your life. And as I got into this, I realized this is a bigger topic than just one show. So I'm going to do this in a two-part series. So this week is part one where we're going to talk about the clutter in your space around you, like your, in your environment, right? Like your house, your car, your work, or wherever you spend most of your time. And then next week, we're going to move on to mental clutter. So all that junk out there in the world that bombards us, and I think it gets in the way of the thoughts that we really want to think. So I'm doing this in in two parts. So this week, we're going to start out with talking about environmental clutter. And so I wanted to share a quote with you on this topic that I had read when I was thinking about talking about this. So, okay. So when we clear the physical clutter from our lives, we literally make room for inspiration and good orderly direction to enter. And that quotes from a lady called Julia Cameron. And so when we clear the physical clutter from our lives, we literally make way for inspiration and good orderly direction to enter. And I really like that as a, as a quote to kick off this topic, because I think and I think you know what I'm talking about, decluttering our space, right? I'm talking about, like, picking up, tidying, like, eliminating the shit that you don't need. Those piles of papers, those old clothes, those things that are bringing you down, like, weighing you down. Um, Maybe both, like, physically by the burden of carrying it all, like, dealing with it, you know? And then, you know, mental, which we'll talk about next week. But I think that we sometimes... um, underestimate the impact of clutter in our lives, like especially in our physical space. I mean, think about it. Like if you're in your in your house and it's neat and orderly and things are picked up and put away, you feel good, right? But if you, if there's piles of shit, if there's dirty dishes in the sink, if the laundry's undone, if the, you know, the general, like there's just junk piled up, like that doesn't feel good. Like it's like, it, it it's like gives you this like anxious feeling and this like, you know, this feeling of like, ugh, like. It's like things are undone and I need to do something and maybe I don't want to do those things. But when we have more stuff in our lives, it, it, it gets in the way, right? And it, and it causes more of that for us to do. You might be familiar with Marie Kondo and her book. Um, I don't remember the title, but it's this book and I think there's like a Netflix show about it and she, like, the question is, does this item bring me joy? And so she she walks through, like, I didn't watch the show and I didn't read the book. I, I understand the premise. But she basically walks you through all this shit in your house and helps you declutter by asking the question, does this bring me joy, right? Looking at every single item and does this bring me joy, which is dorky and, like, her um, approach to it, she's so genuine and so, like, kind about it that it, it's, I think it's easy to, like, scoff it off and be like, oh, you know... That's stupid, or that's not going to impact me, or or I don't need to do that. And, but I, I re- really think she does have a good point. And even if you're somebody that thinks that your house is clear of clutter, um, as we get into this, you're going to maybe find that there are areas that you can address things too, because um, that's what happened to me in my own life when I was making up my notes for this this week's topic. So, and I also think getting a handle on this, on just just cleaning up this junk and this decluttering, is because. You know these ineffective habits we have that lead us to collect the shit in the first place, right? Like like the stress or the overwhelm or or the boredom, boredom or like feeling like like uncertainty or, or whatever it is, it, it leads us to do things that bring this junk into our lives, right? Like overspending or over, overindulging or like, um, just like maybe like a feeling of, um, lack. So I need to save everything and never let go of it because I'm afraid I'm not going to get more, right? All all this self-sabotaging type behavior. And then we we start to get all this, this shit and then we get overwhelmed with it and and then we don't really know how to handle it. And, And especially if you've been through moving lately, um, it's been since I moved here to Nashville uh, about two and a half years now, but I know when I was going through that process, I was like, "Oh my God!" The sheer volume of stuff I have as one person is just—I I don't even know where to start, right? Like, I, I like I'm paralyzed by my own my own stuff because it, it just seems so overwhelming. And so, and then once you start feeling that way or, or thinking that way, it's like it's—it's it's easy for that excessive like thinking to come in, right? Like the obsession or the guilt or like, like. All of these, these thoughts about the stuff, right? The thoughts about the stuff. And, and we're going to get into that more next week. But I think that really drains your ability to like focus and, and feel good and perform well at life, right? And so, you know, when your space and your mind are occupied by all these things that maybe don't serve you, it, it's really easy to get stuck in, in this like negative place and, and really not really realizing it's happening, but yet still feel weighed down by it at the same time. And I, I personally do not think a cluttered mind or a cluttered environment is conducive to living like a very calm and relaxed life that, that's gonna get you what you want. And so, you can't really get where you want to go when your mind is cluttered and your space is cluttered. So we're going to start out talking about how to deal with this, like how to deal with this this cluttered space that um, you may or may not have. And even if you feel like your space is really tidy and cleaned up, I still encourage you to keep listening to this because, like I said, I I felt that about myself. But then as I got into this more, I realized um, I also had some room for improvement as well. Okay, so let's let's talk about that clutter that you see every day, right? The clutter in that's the most obvious, right? Your car, your home, like where you work, or or where you spend most of your time. If if you're if you spend your, a lot of your time somewhere else outside of those three areas, just just think about any space that you spend most of your time. Um, so removing all of that stuff, right? Removing it, it it, it can have a positive impact. And a positive effect on how you feel and the emotions you have that are tied to your things, right? I mean, have you ever noticed that people who are organized and have less clutter, like, like you go into their space and they they feel calm and they feel happy because they're not like rushing around trying to move papers out of the way or or you know clear up shit, right? It's it's already that way. Like you already enter the environment in that in that calm and happy feeling, that energy, right? And so, all right, so how do you start dealing with all this this crap? If you have a lot of stuff in your environment, I, I, and there's a lot of ways to go about this, right? I, I'm going to talk you through what's worked for me, some ideas I had, some things I've done, and um, as always, take what works for you and, and leave the rest. So... so I think one of the first things is really just to start to look at all that, all the stuff you have and start to pay attention to how you feel. Like, does it make you feel good? Does it make you feel bad? Stressed? Annoyed? Like, clearing all of this out that makes you feel bad, it's gonna make a big difference as you eliminate those, those things that no longer serve you in your life. And it's probably gonna bring up a lot of resistance, right? Like, like this, oh, I need to hang on to this for a certain reason, or, like maybe feelings of like sentiment, like being sentimental about something, like that reminds me of something or, or maybe even guilt, right? Guilt and regret. Like, oh, why did I buy that? Like what a waste of money, right? Like anytime you clean out something, that kind of stuff is going to come up or, or again, like being sentimental, like this reminds me of X that happened in my life, which makes me feel why, right? And that may be good or it may not. And as you go through this process, some questions that when I've done this that I ask myself, whether I should keep something or not are, do I love it? Do I need it? And if I were going to move today, would I want to pay someone to move this? I think that last one, if I were going to move today, would I want to pay someone to move this? That that for me is always a really good question that's a, no, you know what? And one item at a time, right, is not significant. But when you start piling on and piling on, um, you know, this question of, if I were going to pay someone to move this, or if I were going to move today, would I want to pay someone to move this? That's a that can be a a decider. That can be like the the yes or no for you. The easy way to to determine to keep something or not. So, so and I think if the answer is no, obviously we need to get rid of it. And we have this, this, this way about us as humans of wanting to hold on to things forever. (laughs) And over time, those things start to drain our energy. And so there's no need to keep these things, right? Like if you're still keeping like this, like, I don't know, like shit from high school, right? And yet it spends its entire life in a box in your garage. I mean, what's the point of that, right? Like, what's the point? I know when I moved here to Nashville, I still had notes, a huge box of notes from high school, like handwritten notes. Like back then when I was in high school, instead of texting, obviously we didn't have that back then. People used to physically write on paper on a note and fold them in this particular way and pass them out to each other at school. And I had a box of those. Like, why do I have these? Like, why am I keeping these notes? Like, this there's absolutely no value here. So, you know, and I'm not saying don't be sentimental, right? I I guess I'm saying to pick and choose what you're sentimental about right? Be aware of what hanging on to things does to you mentally and physically. And, you know, this is a choice. So, so you get to be aware of, of what it is that, you know, that you want to keep and what you want to let go of, um, with the understanding that, you know, that being sentimental can contribute to your to the clutter, right? Your environmental clutter and your mental clutter. And another part of this, when you're clearing out clutter is, you know be aware of the energetic impact to the things you you're holding on to have in your life right and so this is what I was talking about at the beginning as I was going through this myself, thinking that my space is pretty clean i mean I, as I look around my house. It, I would say it's pretty clutter-free, and I feel good in my space, I would say, 99% of the time. I mean, I pick up my house daily, and, and that's just my preference because I work from home and I can do it and I have time for it, right? So I'm not saying that everybody has to do that, but that's what works for me. And, and since I moved to Nashville, like I said, I spent a lot of time cleaning out stuff, like little by little, like when I moved, I did. But then as I moved into my house and I was putting things away, you know, I'm asking myself these questions. Do I really want this? If I were to move again, would I pay somebody to move this? And that helped me get rid of a lot of that unwanted junk over the years. And especially things that like came like after my grandparents died, right? Like I was hanging on to those kinds of things, like that I felt bad about getting rid of. But in the end, all I was doing was dragging those things around and paying someone to move them and and it, they really didn't fit in my space. And so I'd like to think for the most part my stuff is pretty clutter-free. But as I was looking at some just some random things in my life as I was going through my notes for this. So I this p- pair of pajamas that I have, again, this is totally random, but this is an example of letting go of things that are cluttering your life, especially energetically. And I was laughing to myself because these, these pajamas are these like lounging around the house clothes that I have. Um, they're nearly shredded. <laughs> I mean, you would think I was homeless if you saw me in these clothes around the house, which nobody does because it's just me, which is another part of this, right? Because if it's just you and nobody else sees it, it's really easy to make excuses to keep the things. But I think that may, we have to be even more aware of that when it's just our our own self and um you know what those kinds of things can do to us. And so so as I was looking at these clothes, or the pajamas that I was lounging clothes, whatever you want to call them, and again, nearly shredded, like this like camisole thing I got at Costco probably eight years ago that's like got holes in the front of it and they had these like pajama or they're like yoga pants I would call them like baggier though and big huge ass hole in the crotch like I don't know it just like wore out in the crotch for some reason and they like have like bleach stains on them they're like ripped at the bottom and I continued to wear them because I love them but as I was thinking about them I was like, how long have I had these? I mean, years, right? Years, like eight years probably. And I remember wearing these pajamas when I was living in my old house, like through such sad times in my old life before I moved here. And sometimes I felt like wearing those pajamas was like putting on a uniform of sadness, right? Like it took me back to that place where I was when I was sad every time I put them on. Whether I realized it or not, I was like, like stepping into that energetically when I put those ratty ass pajamas on. So in order to take, you know, my own advice here, I I stopped wearing them (laughs) for that reason because I didn't want to be sad anymore. Like I didn't want to even be reminded of that. Like I didn't, and and it was weird because it's not like I really felt like maybe I was feeling sad, but it was, there was still some energetic tie to that for me that made me stop for a minute and be like, "Mm, you know what? I can probably get rid of these now, right? They've served their purpose and they're done. And so I tell you the story because maybe you have something or some things, lots of things like this too, right? Like, like maybe you think your space is clutter free, but maybe you have something that you're holding on to that reminds you of an old time in your life or, or like maybe it's a different size, like when you lost weight or gained weight, right? And, and so you're holding on to it in hopes that you will fit back into it or you're holding on to it in hopes that, you know, to remind yourself that you never want to get that size again, right? Or whatever, or Oh, the worst, maybe you even have like some of your ex's clothes or things that are still like in your space so and that is not good either right I mean these things make us we may not initially like it may not register with us because it's 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 so quick like the 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 synapse of the energy is so quick, but these things can make us feel sad or or mad or anxious, and holding on to them does us no good. So if you do have things like this, I would encourage you to get rid of them as well. Um, And I've done this, again, multiple times, and I know this like in my mind, but you won't miss it, and I can promise you that. You won't miss it. All right, so let's get let's just run through a few ideas I had about actually decluttering your space and how you can do this so it, it doesn't overwhelm you or make you feel like it's just completely impossible. Um, <laughs> and the way we're going to do that is break it down into smaller, manageable pieces instead of trying to tackle, like, say, the whole house at once, right? And remember, as you go through this, the questions, do I love it? Do I need it? And if I were going to move today, would I want to pay someone to move this? Okay, so some some ways to break this down. So maybe you can take it one room at a time. Like attempting to do too much at once is obviously going to lead to like overwhelm. You're going to get pissed off and you're going to be like, fuck it, I'm not going to do this anymore. But sometimes all you need to get started is just like a quick declutter, right? Like obviously assuming you're not a hoarder. I mean, you could go through a room in 30 minutes and probably pretty easily, maybe even less, but probably pretty easily clear away any visual clutter you have going on. And then from there, you know, you could take it, you could break it down even further, right? You could take a different section of the room, right? You can and really get into that. Or you could do something like start at the top and work your way down, right? Like look at the walls. Do you love what's hanging on the walls? Do you need it? Would you pay someone to move it? And again, if the answer is no, here's what you can start doing. Create some piles, right? The 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 sell it pile, the throw it throw it away pile, and the give it away pile, right? So Regardless of each of which, whatever pile you choose it to, the the advice that Marie Kondo and and others in this decluttering area would give you is to just do it quickly. Like make the decision and move on. Like don't sit there and like analyze it or try to rationalize it or try to, you know, talk yourself in or out of it. Just you you know the answer. Whatever your first thought is, that's the answer, and that's what you do. You put it in the pile to sell it, throw it away, or give it away. Um. Okay. So go through any closets, drawers, shelves. Right. Repeat this process. So again, you can break this down. Like you take one room maybe and you visually get rid of all the the visual clutter. Okay. And then you might start on the closet next or the drawers next or, or whatever it is. Just the point is to break it down manageably for you, whatever works for you, and then not moving on until you finish the room. Right. So, so going through everything, like the books, items under the bed, your clothes, you know, so on, like all of that kind of stuff. And you know, if you really want to do this and be, like, relentless, like, really everything should be considered for elimination. I mean, being ruthless in this is 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 going to help you, and, you know, most of us have a bunch of shit that we don't use, and we're not going to miss, so just keep that in mind as you go through this, and then from there, you know, you can go through the rest of your house, right? Like, your garage, your refrigerator, you know, under the sinks, like, the cabinets, um... You know, get rid of that, those old towels that are like so threadbare and that they barely even serve a purpose or, you know, the shoes that hurt your feet or the bras that no longer fit or the underwear that are like from 1995, right? Like get rid of it. Like all of that stuff that you know that no longer serves you should be out the door. And what really stays in your space is the stuff that's important to you, right? Important to you and in in your life right now. Um. You know, this, again, this, this can be done over time. It doesn't need to be like you do this all in a weekend, right? You can do, you know, you could break it out any way you want, like focusing on a room at a time and then an area of the room, like every few days, every week or however it works for you. I mean, again, this is all, this is for you. So you have to make it work for you. And, you know, if you're, if you're going through this quickly and you're not really analyzing it and trying to like put some, you know decision process around it you're just yes or no you know you can get through this pretty quickly and and let go of those things that are no longer serving you and then you know some other areas to consider are your car right if you if your car is full of shit like all wrappers and water bottles and who knows what you know clean out your car what a great feeling to get into a clean car right and it also shows respect for the stuff that you have i mean all of this does like You know, if we're not respecting our space, then how can more good stuff come to us when we're not taking care of it? And you know, this can also go for your work environment, like your desk at work or your off or whatever you got going on in your work situation or any other area that you spend a lot of time. Like going through this process can, you know, obviously feel equally as good in any of those situations. And the last thing, and this one is easy to forget, is clearing out your digital space. Right, like. Like this could be like, you know, files on your computer. Like if you're just always saving files in the cloud and it's just like becomes this like receptacle of unknown stuff from, you know, whenever you first had digital files, right? That, that can be some clutter that can be weighing you down. Like email, like I know at one point in one of my email accounts, I had over 20,000 emails in there. I mean, I just, and that was my main account. Like that wasn't even my junk account. That was my main account. And it just became so, overwhelming. Like I couldn't even freaking manage it. But I mean, you know, how many things can we unsubscribe to? How many things can we, um, you know, get rid of that are, we don't need, that just are not serving us. And it's just a matter of paying attention to. And as they come up, just get rid of them. Unsubscribe, right? Unsubscribe. Get rid of them as they come up. And our phone, our phone is another receptacle of digital content that, you know, can where files, pictures, things can just go to just sit and never be retrieved. And, you know, things like deleting old text messages, right? Like deleting old pictures of your ex, right? That you don't want to see, but yet you're still keep on your phone. No, get rid of it, right? Delete those apps you don't use. And, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, Anything that allows you to clear out clutter so that when you're scrolling through those pictures looking for something and all of a sudden you see a picture of you and your ex and then you're like pissed off and sad and it blah, 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 down the thought train, right? Like just get rid of it. So it's not even in your awareness. It doesn't even come up anymore. And so, you know, once you start to go through this, you're going to notice that you're, it, it feels better. You feel happier, like lighter, less burdened and it's a good feeling. (laughs) So remember that, right? Like remember that, what caused that, like clearing out that shit helped you to feel lighter and free and feel good. And I think once you go through this, this process of decluttering, you know, you're probably going to have more of an awareness of what you bring in, right? And you can ask the same questions, right? Do I love it? Do I need it? Would I pay someone to move it? And if the answers are no, then you probably don't need to buy it. But you are the only one that can make those decisions, right? Like I can't tell you the any other person can't tell you. It's up to you. And that's that's good, right? It's up to you. But you have to just start paying attention to your feelings with with the stuff so you can start to understand what's important to you and what isn't. And a nice bonus of this process is you're likely going to have a lot of stuff that you can sell and make some extra money, right? So eBay, um OfferUp, Facebook Marketplace, all kinds of places you can sell things. So as you start to look at that sell it pile, you're going to be surprised at what what you can sell and, you know, the extra money you can make from that. So, you may not realize it because it's it is easy for this this type of you know, clutter to creep up on us and not not notice it because most of us didn't just go out overnight and like buy all the shit that we have and just pile it up, right? It was over time. It was one thing here. It was one thing there. But, you know, our our environment really does impact us more than we realize, I think. And, and it can influence like, you know, how much money we spend or like how much stress and anxieties in our life. And it affects our mood too, right? Especially when we see those things that we don't, that trigger us into remembering something that maybe we don't want to remember. And it, and it it causes those like mental loops that we may not even know, right, that are going on in the background that we all want to break. And so as you move forward this week, my challenge to you is just to pick one area or one room or one something of your house or your car or your office or wherever you spend your time and just give decluttering a go, right? Like start the process of decluttering and see what you feel like when you're done. And I think if you can commit to like 15 or 20 minutes, you may be surprised at how far you can get really quickly. All right, that's it for this week's show. I'll do a quick recap and then talk about the songs I chose and close us out. So, this week's show was part one of two about clearing out the clutter. And we talked about clearing out clutter in our space this week in order to start the process of really freeing our mind, which we're going to talk about in part two next week. And so, this week we talked about asking ourselves questions to start to really understand if I even want the crap that I have in my space, right? And this helps when we're decluttering. So the questions were, do I love it? Do I need it? And if I were going to move today, would I want to pay someone to move this? And I also shared some tips this week on on getting started with decluttering. So some easy ways to do that are take it one room at a time or one area of a room at a time or, or whatever it is. Take one small segment at a time and work through that instead of trying to do everything at once. You can start from the top down, right? Like start from the top shelves or the or the things that you have hanging on the wall or or whatever you have in your space, and make sure that you finish a room or an area of a room before you move on. And you can focus on a room a day, every few days, a week, or whatever it is. It, it this is up to you. It's whatever is going to work for you, and that's that's um, you know that's really what you get to decide in this process. It's how how quickly you want to do this and. Um, making sure that it feels good to you, right? And I think timing it can also be helpful. Like you you may be surprised at what you can get done in just 20 to 30 minutes, how quickly you can move through things, at least especially the visual clutter in, in a short amount of time. And as you go through this, remember, you know, cleaning out your car, your office, or even your digital space, like your email and your phone can make a big difference. I mean, like I said, there is no sense in keeping those old texts or old photos from your ex. (laughs) Nothing good is going to come from that. We all know that. And clearing out your space makes makes a way for the new to come in. So just try letting go, right? Just try. There's nothing to be afraid of. And I think you'll be happily surprised at what what comes in as a result of letting go and when you trust. All right, so songs I picked this week. All right, intro song, it's called Running Wild by Little Chief. Um, I really like this song because it starts out really slow and then it picks up going really fast. Um, I just liked the the mood that this song created and, and about the topic of running wild. Um, I liked it. it. It was just something different. So I wanted to play that this week. And then the outro song is called "Gypsy" by Shakira. Um, so the chorus goes like this: "Cause I'm a gypsy, are you coming with me? I might steal your clothes and wear them if they fit me. I never made agreements, just like a gypsy, and I won't and I won't back down. Cause life's already bit me. And I won't cry. I'm too young to die. If you're gonna quit me, cause I'm a gypsy. I, I like this song. I just like like I like Shakira. I always have. Um, but I like I'm a gypsy. Are you coming with me? Like you know, I'm, I'm gonna go. Are you willing to come?" Alright, so that's it this week, um, for our topic on clutter part one, clearing up your space around you. I would love to know what you think. If you have, or if you have questions, I would love to hear from you. My email is sloanfremont at gmail.com and my website, sloanfremont.com. I'm also on Instagram at sloanfremont. And if you like the podcast, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review. I would really love to get more reviews. I have one out there right now. So if you um, have the time, please, 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 five-star rating. I would love that. And if you have friends you think would benefit or um, anyone, really, that could you know benefit from the show, please share this with them. I would love to get more listeners. All right. So that's it for this week. Abracadabra. Now go forth and create what you speak. Because I'm a gypsy coming with me I might steal your clothes and wear them if they fit me never made agreements just like a gypsy and I won't back down cause life's already fit me